The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Best quickets. This is your opening day edition, and god damn, it's good to be back. We have baseball, folks. I know it's just a little three-game slate, but it's enough to get the juices flowing before Monday's nine-game action. Uh, we are back this year at thesportsdgens.com. We are here to give you our MLB DFS thoughts on the day's action, hopefully at least during the weekdays, maybe some other days. Who knows what we'll have on the table but at least the big slates, we will have you covered. Um, you know, it's tough to win every day, but we'll give you the best advice we can to get you in the right direction. And the good part, it's free 99. So you take it, you leave it, whatever you like. But you know us here at the Sports DJs. We're not your uh, statistical gurus. We're not going to go into every stat you can find. There are other places for that, and they are good stats to have. But we're here to get this in and out in 30 minutes-ish. Give or take some time, depending on the size of the slate. Tonight's should go mighty quick, because it's only a three-game slate to kick off tomorrow's action. We have three games. We have the New York Yankees going into Tampa Bay. Archer versus Tanaka. Tampa Bay is a slight minus 106 favorite to the Yankees, minus 104. Essentially a pick over under a seven, lowest over under on the slate. Then you got the Giants visiting Arizona. Bumgarner versus Granke. Mad Bum's a minus 128 favorite to Granky's plus 118, over under 8, the highest over under of the day. As you can already tell, three games, not a ton of offense expected. As we have three aces opening day, you know, aces shine most times. Cubs, Cardinals is your nightcap Sunday night baseball edition. Cardinals minus 120 favorite to your Cubbies plus 110, over under 7.5. It's going to be a fun day. Let's kick it off right into gear. In your pitching, highest-priced arm of the night is Mad Bum, 11200 Going into Coors Light, a.k.a. Chase Field in Arizona. Taking on the D-backs, who do have a little decent history against him. Some uh, bats in that lineup we will talk about last year on the road. Mad Bum was not as strong as he was at home, taking home a 3-3-9 road ERA all of last season uh, compared to his... Uh, ERA almost around two, two and a quarter at home. 
D-backs were able to touch him up a little bit last season. Overall, um, you look at Mad Bum, he gave up 12 more home runs last season on the road than at home. Uh, we'll get into why there's potential to fade him. At the same time, Mad Bum is one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. Good K upside if you're looking for that, which we always are on DraftKings. Remember last year, we love them strikeouts. Uh, Mad Bum, not a bad choice, but I don't think you're going to have to pay up tonight. Second highest option on the board is Jonathan Lester going into St. Louis at 10-6. Another high-priced arm that yeah, I could see you liking, but there are some Cardinals bats that I will like to be targeting to, to uh, tonight. Mad or, uh, pfft, John Lester got me all excited here. MLB DFS action. Um, Lester, definitely just like Mad Bum, much better at home than on the road. Road ERA of around 3-1-7 last year compared to 1-7-4 at home. But he did fare very well against the Cardinals last season. Um, got the job done. Lester, as you probably noticed if you paid attention to the preseason fantasy rankings, is one of the most consistent pitchers that you will find. Just gets it in, gets it done. Uh, good stuff if you want a little nightcap action. But we'll be targeting the next few pitchers, and we'll kick it off with Chris Archer at $9,200 at home against the New York Yankees. First off, everyone loves loves the Yankees. They love to target the Yankees. There are some bats to like on the Yankees. We will discuss these bats if you are fading Archer, but I love Archer. One reason I love him the most, in my opinion, he has one of the best K upsides on the board. Um, even though he struggled last last season to a tune of a, around a 4 ERA, he managed to strike out 233 batters. He was well over 10 a game, 10 per 9 per game, many, many starts, even starts where he was getting shelled. He struck out enough to keep you in the game. Give me some Chris Archer at $9,200. The other reason, his his numbers last season looked mighty ballooned because on the road, he had an ERA a little below 5.5. At home, he had an ERA of 2.65. Definitely likes the friendly confines of Tropicana Field. Somebody has to because there's only about a third of the place full every game, so it's good to see someone enjoys the place. Archer is one of my favorite bounce-back candidates this day, and I would like to hope he gets it kicked off. On opening day at home against the Yankees. I know it's a very, very tough, tough matchup. But if you look at the Yankees after the first four or five hitters, the lineup struggles and just drops off. So if he can, you know, navigate the top of the order, Archer can have his way on the back end. And those will be some nice, easy fantasy points. If you're not going Chris Archer, I believe you have to go Masahiro Tanaka in that game. $8,800. Not nearly the K upside of Archer last year, only 165 strikeouts, but is as consistent as they come. Goes deep into ball games, so he'll get you those innings. And he actually pitched better uh, ERA wise on the road than at home. I know if you listen to other stat shows, ERA is not the end all be all, and trust me, it's not. I'm just going off the quick, basic numbers we have today. Um, as the season goes on, we'll have a better selection. I don't want to go out too far off of last year's statistics, like Wobas and XFIPs and all that. You can use them. But these pitchers will be different. Like Archer, for example, I expect a big bounce back. So those numbers, in my feelings, won't mean as much in a month or two. But Tanaka, 2-3-4 ERA on the road last year compared to 3-8-6 at home. He pitched very well against the Rays, especially at home. If you're not paying up for Archer at 92, which I like because most will be targeting Tanaka at 88, looking for value there. So Archer could be a nice... A very nice GPP play or cash, but Tanaka also makes a very nice cash play, in my opinion, at $8,800. Going to the to St. Louis, Carlos Martinez at $8,300. Uh, 
the more I looked into this slate, I love Carlos Martinez. Even if he gets shelled, I like the play and the fact that everybody and their mom is going to be targeting the Cubs if they have salary relief because it is the Cubs, the defending World Series champions. This is who they want to play. Carlos Martinez, $8,300, should go under-owned. I know it's tough to say under-owned on a three-game slate, but he won't be nearly. Madden Buns is going to be high. In this game, Lester should be well more owned than Martinez, in my opinion. Um, I love Carlos Martinez. Good K upside, 174 strikeouts last season. Um, if you want to go off of last season, he averaged over 17 DraftKings points per start. But all in all, it was a little different last year for him. He had five starts against the Cardinals. Up and down. Um, he pitched better on the road than at home. That goes against what we've been talking about. But uh, against the Cardinals, or against the Cubs, he, uh, he he did very well towards the end of the season compared to the front end. and um, But overall struggled more often than not against the Cubs. Another reason, very low owned. I like Carlos Martinez as a very nice GPP play. If you really want to go off the reservations for GPP, you go Zach Granke, $7,700. Um, if you've listened to any podcasts I do, Benched with Bubba or Around the Bases, I just can't get behind Granke and his velocity problems in spring training right now. A couple spring starts ago, he looked to be back to normal, and then his last start, he was back to barely hitting 90 miles an hour on the radar gun. That scares me in a park like Chase Field because if he's not locating pitches like Greg Maddox does, he's hanging batting practice pitches all over the place. And the Giants should be popular bats and for very good reasons tomorrow. If Granky pitches great, I will tip my cap. Um, if you're having multiple lineups, I, I want to preface this now. It's a three-game slate. Don't go crazy tomorrow. Dabble. Have a little fun. Let's go bananas on Monday. Always stay within your... Um, your bankroll, though. When I say bananas, I don't mean spend all of your money either. But Granky, $7,700. He got shelled, shelled at home last season. Uh, Chase Field was not kind to him. Almost a 5 ERA at home. Uh, definitely a risky, risky play. It could pay off. It could be the one that helps you win everything. But you should be mighty, mighty careful when you're looking at Zach Granky. Now let's get into the games. We will start off with the Yankees and Tampa Bay for your bats. Uh, behind the dish, obviously we don't have lineups yet. Pay attention to your lineups tomorrow. Behind the dish, you'll likely have Gary Sanchez for the Yanks at 4,500. He'll be everybody's darling. Everybody loves them some Gary Sanchez. Rightfully so, he hit well last year. But if you paid attention to anything I said this offseason, he will regress. And I'm not going to be looking into him today. I have other catchers I will be targeting um, on the... Ray side of thing, likely Derek Norris behind the dish at 2800 Nice value catcher if you want to punt the position. But that's not the value catcher I'll go with. I will get to him later. But Derek Norris at $2,800. Could be a sneaky play. He um, You prefer him against your, uh, your lefties more than righties. But uh, Derek Norris overall had a rough season offensively last season. Just got signed recently by the Rays. I'll like to see a little more from him first. Going to first base, Greg Bird at $3,200 will probably be on a three-game slate. I wouldn't be surprised if he's over 50% owned, and he's shown it in the preseason. He uh, Spring training, he raked eight dongs to tie for the spring training lead, most extra base hits in spring training, yada, yada, yada. The kid can hit, but we love Archer. So if you're fading Archer, Bird is a nice play to fade. We won't be going there. Second base, you'll be looking at Starlin Castro of the Yanks at 3,300. Again, if you're fading Archer, not a bad look at second base. 
Starlin Castro. You guys see who the Yankees or the, the Rays have in uh, on D on DK. The only available Ray that will be playing is Tim Beckham at twenty nine hundred. Stay away. Going over to the hot corner third base, Evan Longoria at four thousand. Uh, nice play. He raked last year. Everyone keeps them under the radar. Love me some Longo, especially if you're fading Tanaka. Nice, nice play there. If you want to go on a punt play for third base or shortstop, Ronald Torres of the Yankees, $2,400. Uh, don't expect him to light the world on fire, but those are the kind of plays at $2,400 in the GPP. Don't use him in cash. Use him in GPP only. Ronald Torres at $2,400. Gets on base, scores a run, steals a base, whatever. Gets you five, six plus points. You've made value at $2,400. Be happy and enjoy. Going over to shortstop, a play I really like tomorrow at the shortstop position. Bradley Miller of the Tampa Bay Rays, $3,600. If you're on the fade Tanaka train, which I think is a nice GPP play, Brad Miller at $3,600 is great value for a guy you know has massive dong potential and uh, well worth well worth the price. Heading over to the outfield. This is where it gets fun. Um, if you listen to the latest bench with Bo with Yancey Eaton, we talked about BVP, and you need big, big, big sample sizes to get into it. Jacoby Ellsbury is a guy that has 34 at-bats against Archer, so he doesn't light the world on fire, but in 34 at-bats, 19 hits for a, four, or a 559 average and two dongs. And he's only $3,600 if you're looking for a cheap outfielder that definitely likes facing Archer. Another outfielder I absolutely love tomorrow for on the fade Tanaka train, Kevin Kiermeyer at $3,400. He'll be hitting towards the top of the order, likely second for the Rays. Um, gets on base, steals bases, a little bit of pop. He's going to score runs. Kiermeyer, nice solid play there. Another nice cheap outfielder be Corey Dickerson, C. Dick, $3,300. Likely leading off for the Rays. He has massive dong potential and a top of the order. Nice, nice value there. Let's head to the second game of the day. The San Francisco Giants at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Behind the dish, you have the one and only Buster Posey, $4,400. If you're going to stack the Giants and you're fading Granky, you have to get Posey in your lineup. This is another reason why I like avoiding Bumgarner and Lester. You go with uh, Martinez and either Tanaka or Archer. I like Martinez Archer. And then you get a lot of salary relief for your bats. Posey at $4,400. Sure, he's expensive. You can play him at first base or catcher. In that ballpark, could have a lot of success against Granke if his fastball's sitting around 90 and floating it across the dish. Like that a lot. Going over to first base, another guy I like. And I think if you're not using Bumgarner, you have to do some Royal or. Diamondbacks action, and if you're doing that, Paul Goldschmidt has to be in your lineup. $4,600, absolutely loves facing Bumgarner. Yes, I did not stutter this time, loves it. I know sample size is not that big, but 13 for 46 with two dongs. And then last year, to top it off against left-handed pitching, he hit 352 with six home runs. He likes hitting lefties, he likes hitting that ballpark, he likes hitting Madison Bumgarner. So keep that in mind, Paul Goldschmidt. People will be avoiding the D-backs against Bumgarner. Goldschmidt is a very, very nice play if you're on the fade bum train. I already mentioned Posey's first base eligible. Again, if you're fading Zach Granke, I absolutely love some Brandon Belt at $4,200. That's pricey for Belt. You're going to see him cheaper most of the year unless he starts off on fire. Uh, but Belt in this matchup 
can just drop a couple into that pool in right center field. Very, very solid play at first base. Going over to second base, Joe Panic at 3,900. You can roll the dice there if you like. I like going to Brandon Drury of the D-backs, second base and outfield eligible for $3,300. As you're already noticing, if you want to play some cheap outfielders and load up on the likes of Posey, Goldie, there are some cheap outfield options. Drury won't be near the top of the order, most likely more towards the bottom unless they mix things up, but he has massive home run potential. Uh, this guy expected over 20 bombs this year facing the lefty in Mad Bum. Good matchup if you want to kind of punt the play and play a lower-owned player in Brandon Drury. Again, people, GPP, you want the low ownership. Uh, third base, Eduardo Nunez had a good season with the Twins, was injured with the Giants. If you want to roll the dice at 4,100, shortstop and third base eligible will be extremely low-owned. I would avoid Jake Land just for the fact he really struggled against lefties last season. Um, and I, you could you can roll the dice that he might get a hit off bum, and then he, he rakes against the bullpen, very possible, but I'll take my money elsewhere. At shortstop, Brandon Crawford at $3,700 is a phenomenal play. He raked it in the WBC, had a really good spring, struggled off and on last year, and 2015 was a great hitter as again. I expect big things from Craw this year. The, as Craw goes, the Giants will go definitely because he can't do it with just a three headed monster in the middle of the order they've been rolling with. Crot, $3,700 could be a steal against Granky. Now, obviously, if Granky has a great game, these Giants are worthless, but you got to go somewhere, and Crawford at 37 is a very, very, very nice option. Heading to the outfield, Denard Span at 4,000 against Granky. Again, somewhat small sample size, but he has 14 for 46 with a triple, two doubles, and a home run career against Zach Granky. Take that with a grain of salt. But he does like facing Granky. He'll be leading off a top of a lineup we are projecting to put up some runs. Remember, the Diamondbacks Giants game is the highest over under on the board at eight. So we expect some offense in the desert. Another outfielder, if you are fading Mad Bum, AJ Pollock at $3,800 is a very, very good play. Pollock career 292 against left handed pitching and against Mad Bum. Very good history here. 11 for 43 against a small sample size. 11 for 43, triple, four doubles, and a home run. $3,800. You could definitely do worse with that. A.J. Pollock injured most of last season, so people might be forgetting about him, might see him. He might be heavily owned at that price, but if you're fading Mad Bum, got to get in your lineup. As well as you have his money, Tomas at 3500 He's a guy that's hit or miss, but he rakes lefties. Something to keep in mind. He should be very, very low owned as well. Goes Mike Tomas, $3,500. Let's go to the nightcap. The Chicago Cubs at the St. Louis Cardinals. We got Lester. We got Martinez. Lester should be high owned, in my opinion. I love me some Martinez. But uh, if we're fading away here, are the bats. Uh, behind the dish, you can go Schwarber, catcher, outfield eligible at 43. Or you can go Wilson Contreras at 34, catcher, outfield eligible. If you're fading Martinez, I'd say go Contreras at 3400 because you're likely paying up for Lester or Mad Bum if you're fading Martinez, obviously. So you're going to need to save some money. Contreras, 3400 My favorite catcher on the night at $3,300, Yadier Molina. We saw him rake in the WBC. He looked like the Yadier of old. Utilize him early in the season while his legs are still young. He's facing the lefty in Lester. Uh, give me some Yadier in the lineup at $3,300. Nice matchup. Should be low-owned. First base, 
Anthony Rizzo, the high-priced outfielder at 49, or first baseman, sorry, at $4,900. The Rizzo, three home runs career against Carlos Martinez, short sample size, but he has found the bleachers against Seamark three times. Rizzo, sweet, sweet swing, $4,900. You can go Matt Carpenter, but against a lefty, I would avoid. He's at 4K, first base, third base eligible. Better options on today's slate. Second base, Ben Zobra, second base and outfield eligible at 4,000. Not a ton of power potential at 4,000, which is frustrating, but he can get you a couple knocks, clear a couple runs, but uh, I'll likely go elsewhere at the position. Uh, Addison Russell, second base and shortstop eligible at 3,500. Had a phenomenal spring. This kid's going to be better and better and better every year. I like him a lot this year. Probably not tonight, but like him a lot. Value play at 3,400. Jed Jericho, second base and third base eligible. Rakes lefty, massive dong potential. If you're looking for a double dong sleeper candidate that'll be low owned, Jed Jericho, second base, third base. Make sure he's in the lineup, though, as crybaby Colton Wong might get the start. You got Peralta at third, Diaz at short. But if Jericho's in the lineup, sneaky good play. At third base, Chris Bryant, third base outfit eligible at 4,800. If you're fading Carlos Martinez, you would imagine you'd want some Chris Bryant in your life, but I don't know if you'll be able to afford him. Moving on, at third base, one of the plays I like a ton is Johnny Peralta at 3,100. He's already got the starting job. He'll be in the middle of an order that um, if they can get to Lester, that's a big if because he's owned them in the past. If they can get to Lester, Peralta should have an impact on this game. Career 10 for 47. Lifetime is only a 213 average, but he has gone yard three times off of Johnny Lester in those 10 hits. So for $3,100 with that dong potential, very, very juicy. Moving on to shortstop, another player I love today, if you're fading Lester. Aledemus Diaz at $3,800. He should be hitting near the top of that order as well. Massive, massive dong potential. Getting on base, setting the table for the big bats. Aledemus Diaz, $3,800. Sneaky good look. When we head to the outfield, we mentioned Bryant. We mentioned Schwarber. I uh, mentioned Zobris. I love Steven Piscotti at $3,800. He's had a very rough swing, a spring. He's adjusting some stances with his feet. I think he'll figure it out. I don't know if he'll figure it out this soon, but $3,800 for a guy that mashes lefties. Sneaky, sneaky play. Very sneaky play. If you want another cheap option, John Jay at 3000 in the outfield for the Cubs if he's starting in center field. Not a bad look there either. The weather should be good for your Sunday slate. little wind blowing in in St. Louis. High humidity there, so the ball can uh, get caught up a bit. Or it can fly out if it stays warm. You never know. But uh, with three games, not too much to talk about. I already rambled on too long. Let's recap the arms we're targeting. Give me some Chris Archer or Tanaka. I like Archer in your GPPs and cash. Tanaka's a safe cash play, in my opinion. Give me some Carlos Martinez as well. If you want to go the higher-priced arms, I get it. I'd target those three guys, then you can build some nice bats around it. At catcher, Posey is a phenomenal option against Granke, Contreras, and then Molina is the cheapest catcher I like on the board at 3,300. If you see some lineups in the other games, you might find something to like, but I'd stay around there. At first base, if you're not pitching Bumgarner, you have to play Goldschmidt at 4,600. Greg Bird is a nice value play at 32 if you're fading Archer. And if you're not playing Goldie, you better be playing Belt at 4,200 against Granke. Second base, you got Zobris and Drury, both second base and outfield eligible. Drury at 3,300 is a very, very nice value play. Zobris, four grand. 
Or if you want to go to another value at second base or third base, Jed Jericho at $3,400. Just make sure he is in the lineup. If you're spending up at third base and you're not using Carlos Martinez, obviously Chris Bryant at 4800 If you're going value and you're fading Lester, Johnny Peralta at 3100 Absolutely love him today. Love him. At shortstop, we have some nice options to play with. Brad Miller, massive dong potential. He's hit three off at Tanaka in his career, $3,600. If you want to just punt the position at 2400 in the same game, Ronald Torres. You got B. Craw at 37 and Aledemus Diaz at 3800 Both really nice plays in their games as well. Heading to the outfield, Kevin Kiermeyer at 3400 C. Dick at 3300 for the Rays. Very, very solid plays against Tanaka. Ellsbury at 3600 against Archer. If you're fading Mad Bum, I mentioned it earlier, A.J. Pollock could get him in your lineup at 3800 If you want to roll the dice on Yosemite Tone Moss, 3500 For the Gigantes, Denard Span at four grand is a great, great play. If you want to punt a position in the outfield for the Giants, Jared Parker at 3400 He'll be starting on left field. Had a big spring. Left-handed bat could have some fun against your Zach Granke. When you're looking into... Uh, the Cardinals, Stephen Piscotty at 3,800 against the lefty, and then value John Jay three grand for the Cubbies if he's in the lineup. Folks, it's going to be an awesome day. I went on too long. It won't be like this every episode. We can't target every single game. We'll have to keep it a little more intact, but I'm just pumped. I wanted to cover it all for you. It's just three games. Keep your eyes peeled for Monday's pod coming out later tomorrow on Sunday. Uh, but let's have some fun. Three games. Yankees starting at 10, East, uh, 10 Pacific, 1 Eastern. Then the Giants, and then the nightcap Cubs-Cardinals rivalry action. Should be awesome. Be safe. Don't go crazy. Um, If you need some DFS tips, listen to the latest Bench with Bubba with Yancey Eaton. Go about the 50-minute mark. Awesome, awesome DFS talk there. Check out Around the Bases with myself and Boston Moe. Uh, good stuff there as well. And check out all the good work at thesportsdgens.com. Guys are putting stuff out. Got some Final Four stuff. MLB predictions from the guys at Sports DJs and much more. Check it out. But most importantly, let's get back into baseball. Thanks for listening. We'll check you guys next time. I'm out.